0: Welcome to the Beers and Ears Podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of the Beers and Ears Podcast that you should not listen to when you are hungry. Mm -hmm. My name is Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And my name is
1: Casey. Absolutely. You do not want to listen to this while your stomach is growling. Uh, We've been teasing this episode for a couple of weeks, Matt, have we not?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, um, I can tell you right now. In the research that I had to do, uh, I was like, "Wow, oh, man! Now I'm hungry," <laughs> and and not hungry for any food that I have around me at, at at this
1: time. It's been a bit since we've done one of our top ten episodes. I think the last one we did was the top ten villain or top ten side to kick songs. I think was our last top ten, and top tens have been one of our most popular uh, type of shows. And so we thought we would kick it back over to the parks and. So today we are doing the top 10 Park Foods. Now we're going to get into kind of our criteria in just a little bit because I think maybe Matt and I—I I don't know how Matt did his, but I know mine's a little bit different. But before we go there, we, you know, we do one show a week right now, and um, that's given us an opportunity to maybe kind of even bring in a little bit of news or a little bit of kind of potpourri, if you will, at the top of the show. And Matt, um, I think there's two things we want to talk about today. I'm going to get the first one out of the way first, which is you put a poll in the Facebook group today uh, asking about uh, Mary Poppins. Versus versus Mary Poppins Returns. Our, our our show's been out for a couple of weeks by the time you're listening to this. And you were curious to know what our listeners thought. And overwhelmingly, as of right now, April 24th, uh, our listeners prefer Mary Poppins, 29 so far, to Mary Poppins Return four and I'm one of those four <laughs> I,
0: I was honestly shocked because um you know we got a we got a tweet from friend of the pod Eric shout out to you um who said you know I think I gotta agree with Casey you know Mary Poppins Returns and I'd heard from a couple other people like hey Mary Poppins Returns so I threw it out there as like a, okay everyone's had a couple weeks to you know catch up on the episode and listen to it and and you know I often I like to to let things digest instead of just making a hot take so I was like oh i'd love to hear and i thought it was going to be more i thought mary poppins would still win but i thought it was going to be much closer than what it was so i think i I I think my theory
1: my theory in the show about mary poppins having this nostalgia still stands i really do i think it has to do when you saw it for the first time um I think there's a couple of people who voted for Mary Poppins return like our friend, my friend, Aaron, who I, who was a Disney store cast member, she chose returns and she, I think maybe even is looking at it from a vocal standpoint, if it, given that she, um, she's a, she, uh, she's a student of music like you, vocal music. So I think, I, I think that there's just a little bit of that in there in terms of people know Mary Poppins more than they know Mary Poppins returns and, and they they, they may maybe think it's like sacrilegious to, to say that one is better, you know, something is better than Julie Andrews. Even Shaddy commented that that was Julie Andrews in her heyday, you know?
0: Yes. Uh, which uh, by the way, thank you Shaddy for coming on last episode and filling yes. in while I was uh, taking a little hiatus. So thank you. Uh, shout out to you. Um, we appreciate all of our guests that can come in and fill in. So he did a good job yeah.
1: too. It was a good episode. It turned yeah, out good. I, I, and, I'm and, honestly a know. little
0: bit disappointed that I missed the Hercules discussion, but you know, Oh, well, <laughs> no worries. I guess, I guess I am editing it. I can add in my thoughts. I'll just like do my own podcast after the podcast, where it's just me talking about my Hercules yeah. thoughts.
1: This, this is, this is, this is what we call beers and ears time travel. So you are by the time you're hearing this, you have already heard the Hercules episode, um, listeners, but, because of how we're recording this, Matt has not heard it yet because he's not edited it. It comes out in three days, and he's going to edit it at some point in the next couple of days. So he doesn't even know what's in the podcast. Now he could pretend like he does. But uh, this is called beers and ears time travel right here. So it's kind of what happens well, when you have I'm, two
0: beers. I'm trusting that it's good. I mean, because you're right, I have not listened to any of it. So I, I'm, I am so trusting of, of how good it is that I am I'm preemptively getting a shout out and a thank you of how good it was.
1: Well, it was good. It was a very good episode. So, all right. All right. The second thing so, we wanted to cover uh, was something you, you, you watched a new show on Disney Plus. I want to talk about it for a couple minutes.
0: Yes. So there's very few a Disney show thing that happens that I know nothing about. Um, And so as I'm watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I keep seeing coming up on new to Disney plus this show called Secrets of Sulphur Springs. And I just saw the logo and just by the logo and the look of it, I was like, Oh, that like kind of looks fun. I guess I don't know. Like the logo looks pretty sweet, but I was always like watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I decided, you know what? What the heck? You know, I looked in. It's like twenty minute episodes. I'm like, okay, I'm not investing like you know ten hours of my time in order to watch the show. Let's 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 give it a uh, let's give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. And I
1: actually enjoyed it. <laughs> Um, Secret of I think I saw, I saw the logo. What's it about?
0: So it is about this. Um, um, it is a kind of suspense thriller with like a little bit of like haunt in it, but it's very, it's meant for your like, you know, younger children. Um, but I do think that if you're wanting your, to like introduce your child to something that's a little bit more suspense thrillery and, um, And maybe like just a twinge of horror with not really any like real scare or gore. It's a great series. So it follows this family who comes back to this old hotel called the Tremont in Sulphur Springs. And the big thing in this town was there was this girl that disappeared from Camp Tremont, which was the camp on the property 30 years ago. And there's this whole like mystery behind of like, what happened to her and the two kids that are in, are involved? Kind of start to unravel this mystery, hmm. and um, there's like some time travel elements, and it, I I very much enjoyed it, and it got renewed for a second season. That so, says a lot. Um, so that, that says a lot of it. So, I mean, I don't want to come out and say, oh my gosh, Casey, this is the greatest show ever. Next episode is going to be on this series and you need to binge watch it tonight so we can talk about it. I I don't want to like oversell it, but I also do think, again, if you're wanting to, uh, see something just a little bit different, something that doesn't, isn't, you know, any kind of Disney IP, it's an original story. I, I thought it was interesting.
1: I I I used to, you know, when I was in high school and in college, you know, this was before you had streaming services. You had ca- basic cable, and you had, you know, like the the family, the, the ABC Family Channel, and there was a show that came out on ABC Family that that ran for several seasons. You may remember it, it was called Kyle X Y.
0: Yeah, I do that know that. that
1: my, my I was obsessed with that show. Partly, I think I it was. Somewhat attracted to Matt Dallas, but, um, but I think the show itself was just a really good show, and, and it was this you know secret of of who this g- guy was. He didn't have a belly button. He was created. He, oh, you know like was he at- okay? Well,
0: I was about to say. I was like, wait, is, is this the guy without a belly button? Okay, great. It is. I'm glad I well, knew. I think. <laughs> okay,
1: I think what's cool about this is this was also right around the age of the internet kind of starting to become a thing. Like this was early 2000s, and so. They they used the internet. Um, you could go to Kyle but they also had like the the evil corporation from Kyle XY had its own website and you could discover clues on their website about what was going on. And so it was kind of like this thing. So as you were describing what you, you what you were describing there, it kind of reminds me of like the throwback of Disney can tell a really good story. Um, that isn't always based on these crazy IPs that are out there that, you know, and um, this kind of reminds me of that. I I'm gonna have to check it out um, when you were describing kind of suspense horror. Is it kind of like a goosebumps, maybe?
0: Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it, because I, I wanted like to whole- the dark even. Yeah, exactly like that. Like okay. I want to use horror and haunt like very loosely here because th- th- there's no gore, there's no monster, mm-hmm. there's no it, it, suspense. Thriller is a better way to describe it. But yeah, okay. exactly. It has the feel of goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark? That's exactly kind of the feel it has. Um, and and um, it's promising but, that it's got
1: renewed for a second season. I'm, I'm always cautious about. New shows like that. There was a show that came out back in two thousand and nine or t- two thousand and ten on NBC called The Event, and it was about this plane that disappears, and it's got these time traveling extraterrestrials in it. It it, it, had, it was a really good show. I thought I got caught up in it. It got canceled after the first season, and we never got a reconciliation about what actually happened. And so I'm always cautious about getting caught up in a new show at first, unless I have some previous reason to be. But now that I know it's going to come back, I, I, you know, I might, because I have seen it pop up. And so clearly Disney Plus thinks I might like it. So,
0: yeah, again, like 20, like it's 20 minute episodes especially for adults really easy to digest like not you know like a real convoluted plot or characters i mean again like there's some corny stuff in it like don't get me wrong how um, many
1: episodes 11 uh, oh that's not bad then so it ends yeah. up about six hours worth of material okay
0: yeah so it's it's not not anything crazy i i watched it over the course of a couple weeks um like you know, again, really, really easy to digest. Um, and again, something that's an original story with original characters. There's no, you know, Mickey Mouse doesn't show up, or they don't, you know, <laughs> do, Sulphur Springs is actually next to Arendelle, and Elsa's here uh, now. Like, it, it's none it. of that. Um, all it, right, it's, all it's, right, It's very fun. So I, you know, I definitely, I, I would say if if you're looking for something just a little bit different to watch, check it out. It, I, 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 I think it's it, it's good. It's quality stuff.
1: That's good. I'm currently caught in um, uh, binging something that people have been watching for years, since 2013, called The Blacklist on ABC. Yeah, And it's got James Spader um, from Age of Ultron in it. Um, I'm in season two, and, and oh my goodness, like I'm, I'm binging through that. It's pretty good right now. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to the meat, pun intended, of why we're here today. But I'm booming, <laughs> uh, which is it's all about the food. Uh, as we've said on a couple of our episodes here, we are are missing the parks and um, we, are, we love doing our top 10 episodes here. So just a reminder what a top 10 is, is Matt and I both come prepared with the top 10 list of whatever the topic is for the night. We don't share our top 10 with one another so that we have genuine um, discussion and surprise around this. Sometimes we wind up with the same, other times we don't. I have a feeling that we probably won't have as many duplicates on this list. We might have a couple, but I don't think we'll be as many. There's
0: so much food. Yeah.
1: So um, I know how I did my list. How did you come up with your list? Like, what was your criteria?
0: Um, So my criteria was it had to be something that I have personally eaten. Okay. That... Um, so, I have I have not been to Galaxy's Edge, um, but the podcast I listen to, the people I talk to say Ronto wraps are like the greatest thing. They they love them. They love them. They love them. But because I personally had not had it, I did not want to like say, oh yeah, top 10 food at the park is this Ronto wrap when I personally have never had it. That seemed foolish to me. So, okay. uh, there's just a caveat on on my list, at least, I don't know about yours, that there may be some that I leave off. They're like, how in the world could you leave this off? Well, yep. maybe I haven't had it yet. There's a lot of food at the park. Yes. Um, and then, uh, you know, I also took in the emotions that went with the food and yep. even like the experience that is tied into the food I that yep. elevated it. So, um, you know, the, eating a food, eating a theme park food in my house on Main Street or in the restaurant where I get it are, you know, there's that's three different experiences. Yep. So, um, um, so I mean, I probably went, I mean, probably my list may not surprise a lot of people. I have a maybe have a couple surprises. Um, I definitely, as usual with our top tens, I took some liberties and put <laughs> so some things together. Um, Fair enough. um but yeah, the, the, that was kind of the criteria that I went on. What about you?
1: You know, very similar. So, same thing. I had to have eaten it. Um, I'm not going to say something is a top ten food if I've never tried it before. Um, But more importantly to me, while the experience of where the food came from was important, I actually think the way I looked at this was food is very. Food, because it uses, if you think about it, three, well, four, really, of your, your sense. It uses, it uses, of your, your sense of your senses, you know, it uses touch, it uses taste, it uses smell, it uses sight, right? The only thing it really doesn't use is hearing, unless sometimes it does even. But really, when you think about it, they, they it, it really ignites the emotions of when you're there. And so I thought of this as, what were the what are the top 10 experiences of food that I've had When I've been at Disney World and, and what was I doing when I had them? Like, what was I feeling? Why does it bring a smile to my face when I think of it? So in some of these cases, they may not be the most elaborate things ever. They might be very simple things, but the story behind it for me is what makes it important. And I'm hoping that our listeners can relate to this, even if it's not the foods that we have foods that when they've been to Disney World, Walt Disney World, they, they go, Oh yeah, I remember when I had X, I was doing this. So that's kind of where I went with it. So
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is probably going to be the most emotionally charged list. This was honestly the most difficult list that we've ever done. Most of the time when like we do movies or songs, like it's like I have five right away. They're like, boom, 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 boom. Here's what's on the list. And don't get me wrong. I, I had a couple of them that were like, these are on the list. But then filling in some, it's like, ooh, ugh, ah, I don't yep. know. Yeah, <laughs> so, no,
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, why don't you go first? Give us your number 10, and then I'll I'll go after you. <laughs>
0: My number ten is beignets. Uh, uh, beignets. Okay. I have um, that
1: as um I have that as my number five
0: actually. Ah well five, then so. I I will defer to you then since it's higher up. I want to hear why you put them so high.
1: Okay. All right, fair enough. So I appreciate that. Um I remember prior to ever having a beignet, hearing about the beignet on Lou Mangello's podcast, WDW Radio. You guys all know we've had Lou on the show. Lou's a friend. Um, if you've ever listened to his show, he talks about food all the time. He loves food. So I remember hearing about the beignets on his show. I remember hearing about the beignets on mouse chat. I remember hearing about the beignets on the mouse and more podcast. Everybody talked about these beignets and how great they were. I'd never had them. So when we went in our friends trip, myself Nate, um, uh, Shaddy, and Amy, it was our first four-person friends trip back in 2016, we stayed at Port Orleans French Quarter. And I told her, I said, we have got to go down and we have got to try these beignets. They are heaven. They are pockets of hot, steaming cinnamon sugar goodness, freshly made right there for you. Uh, Oh my god, we were there for five days. I think we ordered beignets at least once a day, every day. Like sometimes there was a couple. Like they were, they are that good. And I don't even recommend the dipping sauce; just the straight up beignets are are really all you need. Um, So for me, it was the. I think it was the emotion of being there with my friends for the first time. I got to use my 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 main entrance passes with them, which was really cool. Um, Got to show you know Shatty. It was kind of his. It was his. Pretty much his first time at the parks, other than like his quick band trip, which you guys heard about last week. And really, even though it was Amy's second time, she got to experience it a little bit differently as with, with adults. So it was like I got to show my knowledge to all these 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 friends. So for me, Beignet's oh yes. How about you?
0: Yeah, so I it's it's a really weird connection of why I like them. Um, I, w- I took a in, – in college, I was a part of uh, musical ensembles, and every spring break, we'd take a tour to a place. Yep. And yep. we did one to Louisiana, to okay. New Orleans. Um, and it was overall a really fun trip. But one of the things that we got to do was go walk around downtown for half a day. And so I mm-hmm. went to the Café des Mans and got – beignets there which is like the that's the place if you are in new orleans like you wait in line i waited in line for a half an hour for beignets and it was absolutely worth it and these beignets are comparable to those beignets and okay. so like, it just reminds me, honestly, nothing Disney related. It just reminds me of like, oh, that was a super fun trip. And so yeah. a really weird connection, but that, that's why I like There's them so much. And yeah, also absolutely. it's, it's delicious. Like it's, it, beignets are, are like basically really, really good and fancy donuts.
1: Yeah. I will say this, that the Port Orleans French Quarter and those beignets are worth a trip on your off day just to go over. I mean, they really are that whole resort is gorgeous and by the way there's nothing better than reserving a horse and carriage with your significant other or your family for 100 125 bucks and eating some beignets while you're in the horse and carriage like that's like the ultimate experience right there so Um, okay. okay. okay my number 10 um is we're gonna be going to the parks on this one we're actually gonna be going to EPCOT. um there is the morocco pavilion and inside the morocco pavilion there is a um, quick service restaurant called the Tangerine Cafe, and they yes. offer a variety, a variety of platters, uh, including a shawarma chicken platter, a lamb uh, a platter, a lamb shawarma platter, a combination and a vegetarian uh, platter uh, platter. they are ninety five, but they're shareable. So if you're with another person, you can eat them and, and it fills you up. I'm telling you, it's a hidden gem. In Epcot, like there's all this great food in Epcot. A lot of it is table service. This is a quick service meal. You go to the counter, they put it on there. It's almost like it doesn't taste like this, but it's almost kind of like the Panda Express of Morocco. Like it, you, they put everything together for you. You sit down either outside or inside, and again, this platter is huge. You can split it with another person. So it's like eight bucks or seven fifty per person. Where else can you get a meal that fills you up in Disney World for seven dollars fifty cents, right? And, and I believe it also comes with a drink. So I mean, all like. It's just this little hidden gym. It's never busy. It's never busy. You can get never. in and get out, and there's sh- shaded areas. So you know what I'm talking about. You've been
0: there. Oh, uh, this is this is my Epcot lunch spot for for okay. Uh, like, I, like you are you are platform. This is not not on my top ten, but you are. It might as well be because you are platforming. I'm I'm like we can see each other on video. I'm like aggressively yep. nodding my head right now. <laughs> well, the reason the reason why I have it on here so. Disney has done a
1: really good job about going vegetarian across the board, like completely across the board, vegetarian, vegan, but they weren't always like that. In fact, I think you and I've talked about this in a couple episodes ago. They were not always like that. This was one of those places that you could always go and get vegetarian food. Nate's vegetarian. And so one of the trips we went, I want to say it was 2012 or 2014, He, he we were looking for food and we didn't want it to be a table service and quick service is always like burgers and chicken sandwiches. This place was there and it's become a spot. So again, when we went with our friends, Shaddy and Amy, and then Shaddy, Amy and Lisa and we did a drink around the world, this was where we ate and also got a drink and like it was it was perfect. It was just the perfect spot. So again, it's one of those areas for me, never busy, go-to lunch place, cheap and it fills you up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know we usually snake, but can I do my number nine because yeah, it go pretty ahead, much please. follows the same? So my number nine is a meal at the um, the Avatar Restaurant, which I like. When I wrote uh, this down, could uh, not think of
1: Satuli. Satuli.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Satuli. Satuli now Satuli Tavern. Satuli
0: Canteen. It's been a long week, folks. I. Satuli Canteen. So you know, like you said most quick service things are all burgers, you know, hot dogs, chicken tenders, things like that. Whereas this you get a sweet potato or regular potato like you can pick a base and fill it with vegetables or meat or something like that and it's this really nice change of pace that I remember the first time that I went there is I went there with my my in-laws. And I remember like sitting down and being like, oh, this feels like a nice change of pace. And my in-laws, who are not like big Disney or theme park people, but agreed to come with us. I think it was also that was one of the first things we did. It was very eye opening to them of like, oh, we're not like at a theme park where we're just going to get bad food. Mm -hmm. And that's all greasy. and We're going to be sick of like this is good. Um, So I, 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 I wanted to put that on there because. For the same reasons you just said, like it's it's something different that's really really good.
1: Yeah, so it, it's kind of like um, you, you kind of get like it's like a it's almost like a protein bowl if you will, and you can yeah. mix in all kinds of ingredients. There's actually a really good place for those of you who live in the Chicagoland area in Schaumburg called BB Bop Asian Grilled. and they're actually a, they're actually kind of a franchise. They might be in different areas, but bi Bop Asian Grill. It is pretty much Satuli Canteen, which is what that's called, out of Disney. But and thing about it is Satuli Canteen from a price point is actually really reasonably priced. Like yeah. again, it's one of those things. It's a quick service meal. It doesn't cost you a lot of money. It's great for vegetarians. Great for vegans. Even great for meat eaters. And and um, it's good food. I don't have it on my list. I, I should have. But yeah, I agree with you. It's it's a really good place. Yeah. Um, my number nine. Um, I'm gonna offend a lot of people with this. Um my number 9 is the orange swirl at the magic kingdom. The orange swirl at the magic kingdom. Not the Dole Whip. The Dole Whip does not make it on my list. It makes it as an honorable mention, but it's Ooh. not on my list. Um and here's why. The Dole Whips I don't even know if it's on your list and if it is you can talk about it later. But um the orange swirl for me, first of all, I like orange better than pineapple. But I have a very very just quick memory that brings a big smile on my face so i went with my mom to walt disney world back in 20 2017 2016 i think it was 2017 and um we went it was a mother-son trip just the two of us and we went in october and in october of 2017 there was a hurricane hurricane matthew and we were in walt disney world when hurricane matthew struck and um it was Which, okay. It was... Sorry,
0: was a quick, quick interjection here. Uh, my wife loved all the headlines that summer of like Matthew wreaks havoc. Matthew, like she just kept reading me headlines because uh, she thought it was hilarious that I was yes. like. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Anyway, I didn't even think about. I didn't even yeah. think
1: about that. But yeah, that's funny. Well, I particularly yeah. like. I particularly like the, the meme of Matthew McConaughey on the hurricane that went all right, all right, all right. I just thought that was my favorite meme. <laughs> but anyway, we were there, and we were supposed to fly out, and uh, the, the day the hurricane struck. So, um, so we kind of knew this was happening. So we we arranged before everybody else arranged. Okay, we were going to stay a day later. We we got everything taken care of. So we did. We we rode it out. It wasn't bad in Orlando, at least. And, um, the very next day we had a half a day before we had to go to the airport. So I get up, my mom gets up and I'm like, mom, you know what? I, I want to go, I want to go to magic kingdom. I want to see the opening ceremony. You know, do you want to come with me? we got to get up really early. She goes, no, no, no. She goes, Casey, I just want to sit by the pool and drink my coffee. You go and have, have a half a day to yourself. Cool. So this was, again, I'm a cast member. This is when, you know, you don't have to worry about paying for an extra ticket. Cause we got the main entrance passes. I got, I went to Magic Kingdom for the first time. I was first time ever on my own. I had never done it before. And I got a half a day in the parks by myself. I I rode maybe two things because I went, I grabbed myself an orange citrus swirl. I sat down in Adventureland and I ate my swirl. And I people watched on the 75 degree day. No humidity because the hurricane had just blown blown through, and there was barely anybody in the park because people had left because of the hurricane. So it was this day where there was not like nobody there. It was, it was basically enjoying the park to myself while eating the citrus swirl. So that's why this is on my list. Is the citrus swirl is it? It just it's it's good stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah was your number nine, correct? That was my number nine. Yes. So what you want to go eight, eight then, or do you want to keep alternating? Oh, we can alternate. Why not? Go ahead. Okay, so my number eight. I, you're just segueing. It's like we planned this, but we didn't. Um, <laughs> I have the Dole Whip on okay. my, as my number eight. I, 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 you know, I've been on the record on the pod that you know I'm not the biggest Dole Whip fan, but that but that doesn't mean that I don't like it. I think it yep. is the perfect Florida snack. That Fair it enough. is refreshing. And I mean, even the orange swirl can honestly be be lumped into this as well in terms of what I'm talking about, where it's just this nice, refreshing midday, like two thirty three p.m. Yep. snack uh, where, you know, you've, you, a lot of times I've been, you know, at the park all day and it's starting to get hot and the line is stringing long and I need just like a little bit of pick me up and man, just it, it tastes good. The floats as well. Like I just the think floats are a, good. I like yeah. the floats a
1: lot. Yes. Like there was the Hey, have... Hey, there was the Hey, Hey version of the Dole Whip. I don't know if you, a couple summers ago and it had raspberry sorbet on it and, and a sour patch something on it. And it, it looked like Hey, Hey, and had the Dole Whip. It was really good.
0: Yeah. So I just think that's in terms of, again, the experience that I've had when I've had a Dole Whip, like I'm not necessarily like blown away by the Dole Whip, but. It always seems to be just what I need in mm-hmm. that moment. I'm like, yes, I'm so glad I got it. I've never gotten a Dole Whip and been like, why did I get this? Like, I, didn't I agree. Want this. I agree.
1: The only thing I don't like about the Dole Whip is I hate waiting in line for the Dole Whip. Because the line mobile for order, the Dole Whip baby. can be a rough... Yeah, you're right. The mobile ordering is definitely, definitely good. All right. My number eight. This is the only packaged food that I have on my list. Everything else is, is fresh. But I cannot... Cannot do a top ten list of Walt Disney World food without mentioning, and this is for Shaddy because he's the one who introduced me to these: the Goofy's Candy Company Sour Cherry Balls. I, I, I'm sorry, they are they are of all the Goofy's candy out there. They are at, they're not even sour. Like they, they're they're misleading. They're not sour. They're these little red balls that taste like cherry, and they're they're the Goofy's Candy Company. They come in a green bag. I don't know about you know, eight inches high or whatever. Seriously, whenever we go down, like when I've gone down with family before and Nate hasn't. Nate, Nate, loves these things too. If I don't bring back at least four or five packages for us, Nate's like, what, what are you even doing? Because you can't order these. You can't order these on Shop Disney. You can't get them. You can only get them going into the parks or in Disney Springs. Um, they've got two different versions. They've got the sour, the sour Cherry ones and they've got like a multi-mix. Skip the multi-mix, get the Sour Cherry. By far the best, the best. The best candy you will ever have. Just just throwing it out there. And this one doesn't even have any like memories. I mean I had them with Shaddy when we went down. He's the one who introduced them to me. But like they are a Disney World must so yeah
0: okay good to know <laughs> um, I, I love that it's canon that Goofy just has a candy company I don't think that right, comes from right where I just I just I just love that he has one that's just delightful to me although fun
1: fact in the boo to you parade he he is not the candy ma- master anymore in the booty your booty you parade you know who took over for him
0: um no Vanellope von sweet oh I, I was like I'm trying to think of candy 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 that that would yep. make sense that yep, Vanellope so would the be the who, one that would take over. That, I think
1: Goofy's still on the float, but it's it's her float now. So,
0: so he's like on the board of directors of the candy company, and yeah. Vanellope yeah, is the act-like act, like CEO.
1: Yeah, he could be like the chairman, like the chairman. Yeah, exactly. The CEO. There you
0: go. So, all right. <laughs> next up, uh, number seven. Correct. Uh, you think so? Yes, number seven. Um, I have. The sweet and spicy chicken and waffle sandwich that you can get at Sleepy Hollow, the Sleepy Hollow oh, restaurant.
1: I've heard all about this, but I've never had it.
0: Okay. Um, first of all, chicken and waffles, one of my secret favorite foods. I love Chili's. chicken and waffles. Chili's Just,
1: has a version of chicken and waffles that's to die ooh, for. Just adds heads up. Chicken yes. and waffles.
0: Love it. This is a great take on that, where it's got the sweet and spicy, and it, it has... Um, It's it's come and gone over the years, and it evolves in various forms. The current version is a nice little handheld thing, so you can, like, you know... You grab it and you can kind of, I don't want to say you can like walk around with it, but you don't like have to have a table and, and fork and knife. It's a nice little All sandwich, those right. little, little sweet, little spicy. Um, again, something a little bit different than your traditional, oh, I'm going to get chicken fingers and I'm going to dip it in barbecue mm-hmm. sauce or ranch or honey mustard and fries. Like it, it's something a little bit different. And if you are a chicken and waffles fan, ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna have to try. I, I've never eaten at Sleepy Hollow. I'm gonna have to
1: give it a shot. A shot. I've never. It's got a lot never,
0: of sneaky good stuff.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but great stuff there, and I'm gonna have to give it a shot. It's like that little that whole Fantasyland area right there. Sleepy Hollow, Pin- Pinocchio Village House. I've never had food at. Um, but oh. I, you know what I have gotten. This is I'm not even on my list, but what I have gotten. If you've never tried it, I don't know if it's on your list. Have you tried the um, Cheshire Cattail?
0: No, we've talked about this. I don't remember what episode that we talked about this. These, the, it's that cart that's like open until like two p.m. It's like, it's like, exactly. It's like
1: two p.m. and then like and then it's like two hours at the evening, and you got to be lucky enough to get it. It's not on my list, but definitely get, it's worth a try. It's got chocolate in it. It's got frosting on it. it it's like a croissant. It, it's really good, and that whole area is i I've, I've got to experience more. Okay, my number seven is not even a food. It's actually a drink, and it's called. Pog juice, P-O-G juice, or jungle juice. It's basically papaya, orange juice, and I'm um, sorry, pineapple, orange juice, and guava juice. Um, they offer this at select restaurants. Usually it's a one glass, and that's it, unless you want to buy more. Like, you don't get refills. Exceptions being if you're at a dessert party, they have it. You can get as much as you want. Or, we've talked about this before, when we did the Tusker House episode, Tusker House. You can get it, and unlimited First of all, it, it's for someone to, you know. It's it's not it's not calorie free. It's not sugar free. I mean, you got to be careful. But on a hot day when you're walking around in the sun, oh my God, this stuff is like manna from heaven on your lips. Is all I got to say. <laughs> it is so good. It's so cold. Um, I highly recommend it. Again, don't waste your time at like a resort where you got to pay like five bucks for one glass. It's ridiculous. But if you're at Tusker House it's all you can drink and totally recommend it.
0: Yeah. That's on my, you know, so all of these things that we've talked about over the past year of our podcast, the Cheshire Cattails, the Tusker house, I have like a running list of, okay, when I go back to Disney, here's the things I need to do that I now have talked yep. to Casey about. And so I'm like, okay, got to make sure that I do the Tusker house and get the pog juice and, and i stay at, uh, well, hopefully Fort you Modern and wilderness. I can do it. You and I can just do
1: a trip together and, and just knock all these things off. And, exactly. You, know, you, me, and then and Jessica and, and and you, me, Jessica and Nate, the four of us, and we'll just go and just make a couple trip out of it. It'd be perfect.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love I love this plan. Um, of course, you
1: got kids. You got to worry about the kids, but it'll
0: <laughs> eh, be fine. I'll put some right. Cheerios on a. I'll put some Cheerios on a newspaper. You know, it'll be fine. they will be okay.
1: All right. All right. What's your number six?
0: Number 6 again it's like we planned it but we didn't um a drink uh, is on Oh mind. really? Okay. <laughs> um, it is a drink that I did not think I would like and then okay. it was bought for me and tried it and I I I loved it and that is Lafuze brew which you can get at Gaston's you Tavern. Told
1: me about this. I've never had it, but go ahead. It is
0: an like frozen apple drink? And I I, I, like, I, I, when I heard that, I thought I was going to be like drinking apple juice and I'm not a huge apple juice guy, but then it's got this like marshmallow cream on top as well. And so, um, my father-in-law, um, who, who gets restless sometimes and just likes to go exploring. That's, that's what he likes to do. So we were at the Pinocchio village house, just kind of resting and, and, you know, cooling off and things like that. My wife was pregnant at the time, so she needed a little bit of, um, you know, time to break. cool off a little bit. Yeah. So my father-in-law just said, I was finishing up my lunch. He's like, I'm going to go explore. I was like, knock yourself out. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, And he comes back and, and he's like, a cast member told me that, that this is the best thing. Uh, you know, this is better than, this is the best drink you'll get in the park. Uh, and it's really good. And he hands me this. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Um, and I, you know, I knew like of LeFou's brew, just hadn't gotten it. And I drank and I was like, oh, Oh, this is good. Um, again, that. that like refreshing, yep. um, you know, midday. You're really hot. You're looking for something refreshing. It's it's really really good. Uh, so I, um, I yeah, like, Little, little fun fact
1: it. about a fun fact about LeFou's brew it was actually meant when it was built. Uh, when that whole Fantasyland expansion was built and that was created, it was meant to be the equivalent to Universal's. Butterbeer that was yeah. supposed to be this craziness, and it never took off. So it's kind of this little hidden gem. I think what has probably become the equivalent of Butterbeer has been Galaxy edge, Galaxy's Edge Blue Milk and Green Milk. And yeah. I can testify it's not on my list, but I can testify the Blue Milk is pretty good. Stay away from the Green Milk, but the Blue Milk is is really good.
0: That's um, what I hear. So if,
1: yeah, the Green Milk's it, it's interesting. The Blue Milk's more of a tropical taste, where the Green Milk's more of a I don't even, it's more of like a herby kind of taste. still sweet, but it's just more mellow and it wasn't, really wasn't for me. I got one of each. I was like, yeah, no. Uh, okay. And for what, eight, eight bucks a glass and they're like these little tiny glasses, not so much. Um, okay. My number six. So what a lot of people don't know about me, although if they looked at me, they could probably guess. Um, I am a cookie connoisseur. I love especially chocolate chip Cookies, why are you laughing?
0: <laughs> Is that on your business card? Hi, Casey Willie, ch- chocolate uh, ch- cookie connoisseur. Well, nice to meet more you. More or
1: less, I'm a cookie connoisseur. Actually, I'm more like a cookie snob in some cases, in that <laughs> um I I I am snobby when it comes to my chocolate chip cookies. Like there's a there's a huge difference between a Nestle Tollhouse cookie from the mall and a Mrs. Fields cookie from the mall. Mrs. Fields always wins. That said, cookies that are pre-done, oftentimes you can absolutely take the preservatives in. Um, even fresh cookie dough that that is you know bought in tubs and whatever you can taste the preservatives in. So you can imagine when you go to Walt Disney World um, at the confectionery on Main Street or there's the little there's a little shop um, in back in uh, near um, Frontierland. And there's also a bakery shop in um, Animal Kingdom as well. They have these bakery items. Um, some of them are freshly made at the park. Some are prepackaged. Stay away from the prepackaged ones. So uh, at at the confectionery, there's these cookies. that are about they're about this. Well, you can't see this. You can, the listeners can. not They're about six inches, I'd say, uh, in diameter. Um, diameters, right? That's the thing that runs through the middle. Yes, diameter.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. About six. Look inches, at us. know called, like middle school math. <laughs> yes, they're
1: they're they're from Minnie Mouse cookies, and they're dry. They're horrible. They're pre-done in a factory offsite. But but if you want a cookie. That defies the ages. Get the giant Mickey head chocolate chip cookie that's dipped in the chocolate. It's Mm. done on property, typically the morning or day before. It's not a eat it all in one sitting. It's a shareable cookie or eat it over the course of two or three days. And if you really want to do it right, when you get back to your resort, get a half a gallon of milk to dunk it in because it's a dunkable cookie. Ooh. every time this cookie it, it be careful doing it in the hot sun because the chocolate will get all over you but there is nothing better than settling in for the night after a long day at the park and eating mickey's ear with a glass full of milk like it is it is to die for um and oh. if there's a microwave in your in your resort even warm it up a little bit oh it, it, oh. it is seriously yes you know what i'm talking about so oh. the oh. Oh, we're starting to get to the top of the list <laughs> yep the mickey shaped cookie dipped in chocolate so all right, um, we've already I, done my, my number honorable five. mentions. Oh, sorry, are, yeah,
0: on my honorable mentions, I literally have like anything from the confectionery. Pretty much could probably <laughs> yes. fall into something that you yes. you, would, you would want. But I agree with you that made fresh, not prepackaged.
1: Yes, you got it. You got to do it. So, um, I already we already done my number five, but now you have number five. So my five is the fresh beignets. What's your number five?
0: My number five is churros. Um, I I. This to me is the perfect theme park snack in the way that you got this big stick of fried dough and you can just carry mm-hmm. it around and chomp mm-hmm. on it and continue carrying it around. It's not going <laughs> to get messy or like melt. I mean, yes, you can get dipping sauce, but I don't really, you know, I don't really need dipping sauces. So just, I can just. If I'm on the go, we're, we're trying to, I'm, I'm a little bit peckish and I need uh, something really quick and I can grab a churro and then we got to, you know, dart off. I'm not like fumbling around with dipping sauces or uh, you know, forks and knives. Like I'm just got mm-hmm. a churro, taking a bite, yep. keep going just like I'm running a relay race and taking a bite of my little baton there. It's, it's great. I just think, I think that's a, a great theme park snack.
1: I, I do love the churro too. The one caveat is it's got to be fresh because there's nothing worse than biting into a stale churro. Yeah. It, it is kind of around for a road. while. It, yeah. But I agree with you. They are so good and they smell so good too. So, all right. My number four. So I guess we're moving over to me being the first at this point. So my Go number four is actually a combo um, because they, they are, they, they take place at the same place. Um, Ohana, the, pot stickers at Ohana and the bread pudding at Ohana. Have you ever been to Ohana?
0: I have not been been to Ohana, but I, um, but bread pudding, you said bread pudding. And I just was like, yes.
1: So first of all, so here's what Ohana is. Ohana takes place at the Polynesian. It's a family style dinner. If you go during breakfast, Stitch is there, but if you go at dinner, Stitch is not there, but it's kind of a Poly, it's a, it's the Polynesian feel. Um, (laughs) So so we should go at dinner
0: and never at breakfast. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yes. I don't want. Yeah, exactly. Um, so here, here's the story. Um, before the first friends trip, we went in 2016, like the week before, or even like three, I think it was like three days before I got sick. I got sick with the stomach flu and y'all know what that feels like. And it was bad. Like, it, and I had not regained my appetite at all. Um, as we got going on the trip and we had Ohana planned for the first night we were there. It was gonna be the first thing we did um, kind of to kind of pull it all together and I was so worried, you know, all this money we were spending, all this stuff, and and we get there and I'm still not sure. I had not eaten anything all day. And they bring these pot stickers. And I'm and, and again, Asian food can be hit or miss if it's not good. You know, let's just be honest, right? Well, they bring these pot stickers and I bite into one. They were heaven. It was like in that moment my appetite snapped back into place. And they bring the the dipping sauce with it. And the thing is is it's all you can eat family style food. So they'll bring as much as you want. And that's just the app. The pot stickers are literally the appetizer before the main course. Then they bring the main course and all this other food, right? Um, it's very similar. I'd say to like going to a PF Chang's, if you will, and PF Chang's is a good food. Um, then the dessert is this bread pudding. And it's a combination of bread pudding and vanilla ice cream, all pushed together. It, it's heaven, and I mean they'll bring they'll bring a second serving, a third serving to you, and it's all family style. I think we went through three. Or it was like there was four of us at the table, and we went through three servings of that bread pudding. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> uh, so Ohana bread pudding and the potstickers are my number four.
0: Yeah, I've never been to Ohana, so I, I can't I can't speak to it. But bread pudding sounds amazing. Yeah. What's your number four? My number four is the gray stuff. From, ah, uh, the gray the, stuff. It's delicious. Yes, it is delicious. Uh, <laughs> and, and this is again like LeFou's brew. I, when I tried it, I was prepared to knock it um, because it has been so like elevated for me. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, of course, you know the song. Gray stuff. It's delicious. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And this really could have been something that Disney mailed in because it, it, people would have bought it regardless whether it was good. Because it, it says it in the song. And so the gray stuff was brought out to me. It was part of my, for dinner, what they do, um, at least when I went, was you didn't order a dessert. They gave you a dessert sample platter. So I got a, uh-huh. a, a macaroon, the gray stuff. And I don't remember what the other thing was, but it was delicious. Um, <laughs> um, and so I ate the gray stuff, you know, going like, being, again, being prepared to be like, ah, that wasn't that great. and And Disney blew me away. I, I think I the I recipe like, oh, on gosh, that is so
1: good. I think the recipe on that is whipped cream and fry, finely crushed Oreos like finely crushed Oreos without the cream. I think it's just the Oreo cookie finely crushed, mixed in the whipped cream, and then I think it, they put some like gray food coloring in it. Um, I've never actually just had the gray stuff on its own. It's always been on top of the cupcake. Um, I get the gray stuff cupcake. Yeah, and I mean, but is, yeah and the, the cup it's cupcake the I'm sure is delicious it. as
0: well. Oh, they are. They're yeah. absolutely delicious. Yeah. But I do think, and this is one of those experience things, having the gray stuff as you are sitting in yes. Beast Castle, Just there's just something about it that I've had a yep. great dinner. I'm topping yep. it off with a treat. Oh, it's I, I just magical.
1: You already know how I feel about Be Our Guest Restaurant. That restaurant is amazing. And on a hot day, you're out of the sun completely. There are no windows in there. You're in... Nothing but air conditioning. It's amazing. So, yeah. Um, Okay, this is a good segue into mine, um, my number three. um, Have you ever experienced the Hoop-Dee-Doo Review? I have not. Oh, man, Matt. Oh, man, man, Matt, Matt, Matt. Okay, longest running stage show on property. Hoop-Dee-Doo Review. Corniest thing ever. But the food, the food is, again, family style, all you can eat. The fried chicken at the Hoop to review, it, it, it tops any fried chicken you've ever had in your entire life. And here's the thing. This is where I cheated again. The strawberry shortcake dessert. You want to talk about amazing dessert on property. Again, all you can eat, it's like the bread pudding. It's complete, but it's strawberry shortcake. Those two things, it's the experience of watching the show, the fried chicken, um, the everything they bring to your table. You actually get to play a washboard. I think there's a video out there of me playing a washboard when we went. Um, and then, of course, the strawberry shortcake dessert. So uh, it is a little bit pricier. I think it's like, you know, $70 a person or something like that to go to this thing. But, it's but a you're dinner. getting the full experience. It's a, exactly. It's a dinner and a show. I mean, the whole experience is like, you know, three hours long or two hours, two and a half hours long. It's, it truly is a fun, fun experience.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, that's, I I don't know if that's quite as high on my list. Everyone keeps telling me I need to do it. Um, I'm sure I will get around to it. (laughs) Oh man, um, I, when we but... go, I'm
1: dragging you there. I'm dragging you there. So, <laughs> and
0: if little we little know people. any
1: cast down there, we we know cast members down there. If they go with us, they get half off. So we'll just go as one of them. So okay, okay, <laughs> that's how I got to know. So, all
0: right, what's your number three? Okay, this is uh, one that I think is not many people know about. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but it is in Canada the cheddar cheese soup that you can get in that restaurant in Canada. I I've know it sounds that. weird. I know it sounds weird. It is a steakhouse in, in, in the Canada pavilion. And yeah. it sounds very weird that you're in Florida and you want soup, but Holy cow, the cheddar cheese soup at the Canada pavilion. Again, it says something that's in my top three is amazing. Next time I you think are there. the restaurant
1: make- is, uh, La Salle, right? Isn't it? I believe
0: so. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it, 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 you can get a great steak there. Don't get me wrong. The steak is great as well. But even if you just figure out a way to get a bowl of that cheddar cheese soup, mm, oh, it's so, so <laughs> I good. Think it, I, love, um, I
1: love cheese-based soups. So that sounds good. Yeah.
0: So I would definitely, if you have not experienced it, next time, find a way to get cheddar cheese soup in the Canada Pavilion.
1: All right. Out together world. My number two um, is right next to Hoop-Dee-Doo, and it is the Trails End Buffet restaurant at Fort Wilderness. Um, I've mentioned the Trails End before, talked about um, this, I think, on a couple episodes. We talked about going with my family. Here's why I like Trails End. First of all, if even if you're not staying at Fort Wilderness Lodge, plan to make the Trails End Buffet um, part of... Uh, one of your dinners one night uh, a couple episodes ago we talked about how um the different transportation op- options on property are like attractions in themselves and part of the fun is getting there so fort wilderness you even if you're not staying there if you're at magic kingdom and you want to get away from the parks for a couple hours hop on the water taxi over to fort wilderness it literally parks you right there where where trails and restaurant is at it's a buffet you already know how i feel about buffets at walt disney world it's um American-style dining. It's kind of in this lodge, if you will. Um, it's relatively inexpensive. It's cheaper than doing a buffet in the park. So it's going to be cheaper than your a Hollywood and Vine or even Tusker House. There are no characters, but it gets you away from the parks. It's wooded, like a wooded area. Um, you're inside, and it's all you can eat. And that same fried chicken I talked about at hoopty to Review, if you don't want to catch the show and you just want the chicken, they serve it at the buffet. It's the same kitchen. Um, In fact, I think they even uh, serve the same strawberry shortcake, too. But they have other stuff, too. And and, and so my brother, who we've had on the pod, can testify that this was his favorite restaurant when we went two years ago. Because Even though it took a little bit to get there and we were in the rain and all this stuff, he said this was his favorite restaurant because, first of all, if you have picky eaters like in your bunch, kids, there's literally this is all American-style food. There's nothing picky here at all. They can pick from all kinds of stuff. They got soft-serve ice cream. Um, if you're just kind of looking for a way to just get away from the park a little bit, this is the spot to go. So trails and buffet, I'm just going to say the whole buffet, just, it's totally worth it. It's, it's, um, less expensive than a typical buffet in the parks.
0: Okay. Good to know. Yep.
1: Okay. What's your number two?
0: My number two, um, is another, like, I think dark horse treat that maybe not many people know about cause you can only get it, um, in animal kingdom lodge and that is okay. zebra domes. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes 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 yeah. so if They're you do not so know what a good. zebra dome is, it is uh cream liqueur mousse surrounded by a layer of white chocolate which is drizzled with chocolate and chocolate savings shavings, and underneath it all it is a thin base of cake. Yes. It's very good. It's yes. very good. Um I I, I don't
1: have an the emotional connection Animal Kingdom Lodge, I think you can get them.
0: I think Tusker House serves them too. I think they're part of their desserts. Yeah, maybe. Okay, good yeah. to know then, then that I, I did not know that. But um, yeah. I, I don't have an emotional connection to this one uh, other than when my mouth uh, experienced it. It was a moment of great joy for my entire body that my stomach said give me give me give me that i want to digest that and my taste buds were alive and it was it's it's a wonderful treat that i again there's so many treats at 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 the parks that it's so easy for some to get lost and i think this one is one that often gets lost in the fray that uh that shouldn't because it's very very good
1: that's um the buffet at animal kingdom lodge i'm trying to think of what the name of that restaurant is it's um Oh, goodness gracious. But, yeah, there's, there's two restaurants there. One's a buffet. One's a sit-down. They both serve them, but the buffet serves them kind of all you can eat. So, yeah. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Okay. Um, I'm not going to do my number one. I I, I want to do my number one unless you've got a reason you want to do your number one last. Can I do my number one last? Go for it.
0: So I will, I will right, do so my – this one. is where I cheated. Maybe this is something similar to you had. I said Mickey-shaped things. Okay. All right. Fair
1: enough. Like the Mickey pretzel, the Mickey bar. I have those those on my honorable mentions. Yes. Yes.
0: So, you know, Mickey ice cream bar, Mickey pretzels, Mickey waffles, like whatever it is Mickey shaped, I'm into it. I I think Mm. it's the perfect, you can never go wrong with one of those as a Disney snack. I like that is on my list of, I have to get it. All the other treats and foods that I've talked about, honestly, if I don't get during my trip, OK, that's fine. Yeah, like uh, that. That's OK. I'll, I'll, I'll grab it next time. I have to have something Mickey shaped every time I'm in the park. Usually it's an ice cream bar, but mm-hmm. I sometimes will do all of them. But it, I need something that is Mickey shaped. I just it, it's it's I, I can't describe why it's so delightful, but there's something about yeah. just eating eating something that is Mickey shaped in a Disney park that just really, really hits the spot.
1: Well, even even if it's a sub far subpar food, it it's still good. Like a Mickey pretzel with dipping sauce. Sometimes it's a stale Mickey pretzel, but it tastes good. Like it, it's because it's Mickey or the Mickey bar. You can get Mickey bars at Target or the grocery store right now, but they don't taste exactly the same as they do in the park. They don't or the Mickey ice cream sandwiches. I, I'm totally with you. Um, the last honorable mention I had on my list, real quick. I just want to say before I go to my number one was just popcorn. The, the popcorn at the parks, I know it sounds crazy, but it, there's something about the popcorn they serve there that just makes it, you just want it. Like, it's totally, totally yeah. amazing. And if you get the big popcorn bucket, you can refill it for really, really cheap. It's it's totally a win for them. So, all right. My last one, it, it's kind of a cheat, but it also kind of goes off of what you just said. And I'm, I'm going to kind of tee it up here is the last cupcake. I have this tradition no matter when I go, no matter who I go with, um, the last day we're there, as we're all packed up, usually we're waiting for the Tragical Express. And usually we get downstairs for, uh, you know, like an hour or 45 minutes before the Tragical Express is supposed to get there. And if you got the meal plan, you might even have some meal credits left over or you're trying to use those up. But even if you don't, I have this tradition that I always go to the food court and I always grab one last cupcake. And it's usually the resort-themed cupcake. It could be the, when we were at Pop Century, the tie-dye cupcake. Or it could be the cupcake that's got the Mickey ears, the Oreo Mickey ears with Mickey's face on it. It could be, and again, Walt Disney World cupcakes are not the best cupcakes in the world. They're really, really super sweet. Sometimes they're dry. But in the moment when you're waiting for the, the, the Tragical Express to come pick you up, there's nothing better than grabbing one last soda with your refillable mug. And sitting down and eating that cupcake because it's, you're taking it in, you're, you're watching new families and new people come into the parks or coming to the resort and they're checking in for the first time while you're leaving. And you remember when you were coming in and you were watching people leave and how sorry you felt for them. Like it's this mix of emotion, but that moment, that last cupcake is exactly what you need just to kind of like, all right, till next time. And so for me, my number one is the last cupcake.
0: Cool. Yeah, I mean the emotion of leaving the parks is—it's tough because you just have you have all these great—you just had like three, four, five, six, whatever many great days, and now it's like a, th- there's some element of okay, I'm I'm ready to go back home. I'm ready yep. to you know yep. not be in a Disney park, but also the like oh I've just had three, four, five, six days of pure fun with no responsibilities and now i've got to get back into it so can can i say i'm very thankful because i was about to throw down if this was on your list i'm very thankful that turkey legs were not on your list i i would have
1: but i've never had them i've never had they look delicious they look amazing i've always wanted to try one but when i'm there in the park and i see someone with them i just usually i just turn away and go Yeah, I'm not that hungry. Like it's like they in the moment they seem like right now they seem delicious, but then when I'm there, I'm like, there's just something about eating a slab of meat in a hundred degree sun, you
0: know, like it just I don't know greasy like, and it's it's not like like a churro again, great handheld food like. Like a, a, a turkey leg is this like greasy, like I, I, I just, I, I, that is, I don't get it. I do not I get why, but, but, but people get them. They always have them. And yeah. So I was about to throw down if that was on your list. So <laughs> no, it uh, was hey. not,
1: was not on my list. So there you go. Uh, I got to say, before we close out the show, this, I think has been my absolute favorite top 10. Of all the top really? 10 we've done, I, I had more fun with this one than I can even count. I just, I, I felt like for the last hour, and it's been almost an hour. This is probably going to, I just want to call this out. By the time this is done, this will be our longest episode we've ever had. Cause we've never been over an hour and we're at 58 minutes before we put all our stuff in. Really? So like our Lou we, interview didn't go an hour? We have never, we have never been over an hour. We have never wow. been over an hour. Um, so I just, I feel like for the last hour, we've been in the parks i just i i I have i hope we have conveyed that same experience same senses all that stuff to our listeners i hope you all out there listening have had just an hour of joy listening to us talk about this and i know we probably didn't hit all of yours but maybe we touched on a couple of them i mean between the two of us there were i think 18 we only had one duplicate so that's pretty good
0: yeah yeah, well, I, I figured we would not have many duplicates just based on the sheer volume of food that you can get in the parks. And again, we we but scratched the surface yeah. of yeah. of food. I, I, someone else could come with a top ten that includes none of what we had, and it would still be a legit top ten.
1: <laughs> it would. It absolutely would. So, um, okay, it is closing time. If you would like to get a hold of us. Uh, we invite you to find us on Facebook at Beers and Ears Podcast. You can also email us at beersandears1928 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at beersandears1928. A quick shout out to Noah, one of my friends from college. He actually emailed us. I don't know if you saw this email, Matt. Oh, I did um, So I'm just going to read this real quick. He goes, Casey, I've so the subject is Incredibles. Casey, I've known you for years, and I love you, but while The Incredibles might not have been incredible, it was a pretty fantastic movie. It was one of the first movies to bring an entire family into the realm of being superheroes. You saw families coming together and dressing up as each individual character Halloween. While some of the characters are a little ridiculous, like Elastigirl, the overall message of the story was so much more valuable, stood for family. It stood for always looking out for your community. It stood for doing the right thing, even in the absence of desire, what a great
0: movie, Noah. Uh, Noah bless so. you. Bless you, Noah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, Noah, uh, you clearly... Uh, I, I appreciate you, 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 you emailing in, bud. Um, in fact, I think we even had a... Um, if I'm not mistaken, i got to see if I can find this here real quick. We had a, a listener um, who rated us and reviewed us, and I wanted to shout them out as well. Uh, so this comes from... Um, that, uh, Aiden is the stone best pod ever. It is a very good pod and for the uh, people who do not really know Disney they tell it very well. I think this is that if I'm this might be Aiden Sharif's son I don't know um, that, that wouldn't surprise me though so uh, thank you for the five stars Aiden I, we appreciate that and if you'd like to leave us a review we would we would love that as well. So um, Matt how do, oh, we already said how they got a hold of us so I guess it's closing time. It's time to um, close out the show.
0: <laughs> yes, let's raise our glasses. And uh, this episode has been on us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, next episode, Falcon and Winter Soldier Review. Look forward to that. Absolutely. And I
1: believe by the time this releases, Matt, your show will be coming out. When's your show set to debut?
0: Thursday, May 6th. So
1: three days from when this show comes out. So three days from now, discontinued on display, right?
0: Yes, discontinued on display. The feed is up right now. Uh, you can go and subscribe to it. First episode's dropping on Thursday. So Beautiful. I'm very excited for that.
1: <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a wonderful night. Now go eat something.
0: <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> Happy snacking.